The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many of the boys in my minyan today, I don't want to call them boys, they're guys now, older guys, married like I mentioned, when they heard that the upkeeping of Torah is the upkeeping of the actual infrastructure and foundation of the world, they wanted to go out and do something special. So they came to me and they said, listen, we're going to form a committee and we're going to start an organization called Shutafim, Partners. And we would like to partner up. We would like to take a guy in our community who's out there working his hardest, trying to come to classes at night, and we're going to partner him up with a Svaradi boy, maybe in Brooklyn, maybe in Lakewood, maybe in Israel, who is sitting and learning Torah, and they're going to be partners. In the Torah aspect, this is called Yisachar and Zivulun. One would learn Torah, the other one would work, and they would be equal partners in each other's share. The one that works helps support monetarily those that were learning. The ones that were learning helps support spiritually those that were working. 50-50 spiritual partnership right down the middle. And we started a wonderful organization, this wonderful program. And it began, and it took off. And we had some 10, 15 guys who were working, paired up, with some 10, 15 Svaradi boys who were sitting and learning. And month by month, the working guys would help out the learning boys with some of the money of their rent. And the learning boys, every time they sat down to a Gemara, they would say, this learning should be a merit for my partner in Brooklyn. My counterpart who's working. How beautiful it was how to bridge the gap between these two worlds in such a loving way, in such a way of respect. And it began to flourish. Well, one week, one week, they were a little bit late on sending out the letters with the checks to these guys that were learning. So they asked me, they said, Rabbi, do you mind, you mind do us a favor? You're going back to Lakewood anyways. We have here about seven, eight checks of guys, partners of ours, in Lakewood that is sitting and learning, Svaradi boys, do you mind going around and just putting it in their mailbox? Like this, it'll cut the mail time of the two, three-day gap until it gets there through mail. Said, Absolutely, I'd love to have a piece of the mitzvah as well. If I'm to drive it, I'll go there, no problem. So they handed me these letters, and I went out. And I come to Lakewood. Next morning, I wake up early, and I take a look at the addresses, and I start to make the rounds. The mailman. I went from house to house on the list. And I'm putting the letters in each of the mailboxes. Unlike Brooklyn, New York, where we have slots in the door. Those of you, I'm sure you know from deal, that there are little mail hubs in the front of the house that you put the mail inside. You pull up the red little handle to show the mailman that there's mail to go out. He brings the mail and puts it back in there for you. It's right there on the curb conveniently. So I was going from one of these mail posts from one to the next, house by house, putting the envelopes in. I get to the sixth house, and suddenly I look at my rearview mirror, and I see flashing lights behind me. I say, Shema Yisrael, what is going on? Big police officer, Lakewood's finest, comes out, walks up to my car, and he says to me, um, Sir, I'd like you to get out the car. I'd like to see your hands. I have to arrest you 
federal offense for stealing people's mail. I've been watching you. I've been watching you for the last six houses. I've been watching you go from mailbox to mailbox, very calculating, only to certain houses. I've been seeing you put your hand in the cookie jar of each of those mailboxes. I'd like you to step out of the car. You're under arrest. I said, officer, I'll step out of the car. I'll show you my hands. But nonetheless, I do want to tell you that I can prove my innocence. It's just the opposite. Not only wasn't I taking mail, but I was giving charity checks to these individuals who desperately need it. He says to me, come on. I said, please, I have a few envelopes left. Rip it open and you'll see. And sure enough, he ripped open the envelopes, each one. Baruch Hashem, right there on the check, it said, by the memo, charity. And it said, the organization on top, Shutafi, partners. And he says, that's what you're doing in the other houses? I said, come with me. Don't take my word, I'd like you to see it. We went back to the other six houses. He pulled out the envelopes in each one of the houses, ripped each one open, just to see, yes, I can't believe my eyes. He was so taken. Oh, he was apologizing. And then, he turned around and he said to me, so what do these checks do for these guys? He said, these guys, they're giving the world away to be able to sit and learn the Word of God. And there are some wonderful guys in Brooklyn, New York, their age, counterparts, who are helping them do their dream to study in God's house. He was so taken. This guy was a Catholic. He was so taken by the concept. So taken. He reaches his hand into his pocket. He pulls out his wallet. He pulls out a $5 bill. He hands it to me and he says, I want to be a part of this as well. Can you split $5 between six houses? (laughs) He tells me, I want to be a part of this as well. I can't believe it, he tells me. He told me he overloaded me. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I I, I want to be a part of this. That's Torah. That's the majesty, the privilege, the magnificence of Torah. And we are a part of it. And we can continue to be a part of it. And what a privilege it is. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.